You're listening to SoFloRadio.com. What you gonna play now? Bobby, I don't know. But whatsoever I play, it's got to be funky. Yeah. One, two, three, make, make it funky. Oh, yeah, we are back. The earth still spins on its axis. The Mets are in first place. Politicians still lie in the groove goes on. As usual, we start every show with an attitude of gratitude. My man IVB handling all the production engineering work over here, making sure we give you the smoothest groove possible. I am Tony C. This is the Groove Don. So much stuff to get to today. Brand new material from the Steppers. Going to open up the uh, Midwest Garage a little later with some help from my man, the Frog, and his brand new band, the Wassman. Also... I'm going to try and explain why a uh, sports columnist had to uh, tell his Twitter followers the difference between Sisyphus and a sissy. Why you should be contributing to William Shatner's $30 billion Kickstarter campaign. And a little later on, I'm going to answer the eternal question. What is on the mind of a giraffe? And how would you know? It's a little bit past 3 o'clock here in the only Hollywood that matters, Hollywood, Florida. You know what that means? A little bit past 9 o'clock out on the Big Island of Hawaii. And yeah, just past 10 o'clock in Istanbul, Turkey, where I know my man Erdogan's getting into the groove. And my gal RCG is handling all of my Eastern Bloc groove operations. The groove is strong within you, my gal. But I'm here to send you some reinforcements from thousands and thousands of miles away. I can see my man over here getting a little bit twitchy. I know you guys are all ready to go out there, grab a hold. It's the Groovathon on SoFloRadio.com.
Is this how you turn out a Hollywood Pinocchio that uh, cries like a woman? <laughs> what can I do? What can I do? What is it?
let it grow And from this seed a tree will grow And from this tree the youth shall know no suffering So allow yourself to grow And allow yourself to grow, sister Sister, step into my yard Step in and let your roots run deep Sit plant it in me garden Sister, step into my yard Step in and let your roots run deep Sit plant it in me garden Listen, water your roots and let the sun shine on to you. Just keep on growing high, so high. Water your roots and let the sun shine on to you. Just keep on growing high, yeah, 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 yeah. so coming out of the Big Island on Hawaii. There are a lot of great reggae coming out of Hawaii these days. It's Hawaiian Jaw, therefore it's called, yeah, Joe Hawaiian. Also, these guys are now doing some dates on the West Coast. I do all the homework so you don't have to. Bunch of dates in California and for the uh, Texas contingent out there, yeah, there's a date in Houston on May the 7th at the Barefoot Beach Bar. So, if your name is Elizabeth and you live in the greater Houston area, you probably want to check that out. Before that, Deep Purple Burn, yeah. Wrap your head around this one. They're not in the hall, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but you know who is? Donna Summer. Kicking off the show, of course, The Remains. Great stuff. That's one of those songs like Scrambled Eggs, man. I've heard six different versions of it, and every single one of them are good because it's a song like that. You just can't screw it up. 
We're back at you. The Groove with Don here, as always. Attitude of gratitude. I was commenting earlier, William Shatner has started a $30 billion Kickstarter campaign. He wants to build a pipeline from Washington all the way down to California so that they can bring the water from where it is to where it ought to be. Now, I'm behind Captain Kirk and Starfleet on this one. I think that is a much better use of this nation's pipe building skills than, I don't know, I'm going to throw this out there, let's say the Keystone XL pipeline, as a for instance. Okay, if for no other reason than everything we do with oil, we actually can do with something else. We don't need to store stuff in plastic. We know how to get people and products from point A to point B without using internal combustion engines. We can do all that. Now, food, not so much. You know, you really, there's no alternative to that. I mean, starving is, I guess, the alternative. And the best thing about it is he said, hey, you know what? We'll build ourselves like a big four-inch wide pipe and run it down. He goes, and if we run it above ground, it doesn't matter if it leaks because, hey, it's just irrigation. No problem with that. I am totally on board. You want to spend spend a few nickels and dimes, get your kickstarted, cam- kickstarted campaign right there. William Shatner, Captain Kirk, trying to feed the world we move on. Less yak, more talk. It's the Groovathon on SoFloRadio.com.
don't stop because the shit that I'm popping is from the heart, so you know that I'm real. So you can relax because I'm signed and sealed. Know a lot of faces in this rap rap world. Always got a buck because I don't make whack shit. Yeah, you either like it or you don't. The sounds all natural and in fact you will stand in awe and watch a brother catch wreck. My credit is good and I never bounce the check. But if the funds run low and my shit gets critical, I'm off to the chemical. Gotta give a shout to the lot professor. Thought I lost his number, but I left it on my dresser. On and on and on, and on like the Mississippi. Not on a gangster tip. And yo, I'm not a heavy. I'm just an ordinary brother who is very, very dedicated to real rap. So don't compare me to another brother. Cause I'm a type that'll smother. A whack and see this DJ or any other. Member of your crew, not a thing you can do. Nope, gotta say peace to infinite king who show this bad joke. No one can match me, and yo, you couldn't catch me in a new pair British with a thick rubber sole, but I won't flinch, cause I got soul, and I bring joy just like Anita Baker, if the girl doesn't like the smile, you need to take her to a Diamond D show, cause I bring joy to men, men women, women, girls, boys, Jews, Gentiles, Catholics, Protestants, step the Diamond D, it'll be your abolishment, I'll give a handshake for you and your man's sake, cause I write rhymes so much that my hands ache, it's 92, so what you gonna do, what you gonna do, barbecue or boogaloo, yeah. Hey yo, wait a minute. Yo, that's that shit. Yo, could you turn it up? Yo, that's that shit. Hey yo, fix the station. Yo, that's that shit. Yo, watch them fuck it up. Yo, damn, I can't, shit. damn, I can't, damn, I can't wait to make my next LP. Exhume new lyrics, become more wealthy. I never play myself because I don't play games. No, know a lot of beats, but I say no names. And my man show with the season out the Walgreens. We hunt down beats just like Marvel Walgreens. Search for blood on the late night flick. Flick labels used to front, but now they're on the on the. So listen to the rhythm. The vibe is true, cause like Quaker Oats, it's the right thing to do. I go on and on to the kick drum. Yeah. I got oodles and oodles, so yo, come get some. I won't sweat it, cause now my respect's known. While you're home, sucking on a neck bone. Home. Tell the girls that you're living fat, but at your home you're eating chicken facts. Yo, I'm kicking facts, so don't front pile, just fine tune it. Peace to the JBs and the flavor unit. P-Rock and CL, I stay on the DL. You never catch diamond snacking on J-E-L-L-O-O. Hell no, no. So make like Lord. Lindsay Young and say hello. hello. People underestimate, even though the best they make sounds like a big pile. Sounds like a big pop. But I'm not the type to go out like a dimple. A brother like D makes hits. Baby, word him up. Yeah, going out to Forest Projects. And my man Fly Lie up in Co-op City. Yeah, and I'm out like a trout. So
and Mission Emergency by the motels. It was all I could do to keep myself from doing like a Peter Gunn trifecta with that song and uh, Dwayne Eddy and Art of Noise doing it and then the Pirates doing what is unquestionably the best version of that song. But I have the restraint of an adult. Pirates you'll be hearing in coming weeks. Before that, Diamond D and the Psychonic Neurotics. Yo, that's the shit. Of course, starting off the set, one of the great writers of rock riffs, Lenny Kravitz, Tunnel Vision from Circus, and I'm going to try and slow things down a little bit. A lot of stuff went on this week. Just remember something, the Groovathon is the place for people who don't like twerk, they like craft work. So, earlier this week, uh, Russell Westbrook from the Oklahoma City Thunder won the scoring title in the NBA, and on the exact same day that he did that... His team, the Oklahoma City Thunder, were eliminated from the playoffs. And when when he was asked how he felt about winning the scoring title, he said, I don't give a shit about that. Now, I'm sure at the time he meant it because he'd rather make the playoffs. And down the line, he's going to probably appreciate being the scoring leader. The thing is, is that Russell Westbrook has done a yeoman's-like job this year. Because on the Oklahoma City Thunder, Kevin Durant had led the league in scoring, I don't know, pretty much since he came into the league. I mean, the guy's a scoring machine. He's been injured the entire year. And so Russell Westbrook said, okay, I'll be the scoring leader. And in fact, is the scoring leader this year. He won the championship. And a sports columnist named Kevin Blackstone, who has a online column, and then he also appears on the, uh, the afternoon talk show Around the Horn on ESPN, tweeted out to his uh, Twitter followers that he was nominating Russell Westbrook, Westbrook for the Sisyphus Award this year. And immediately following that, he got... I don't know, dozens and dozens of, of comments from his followers berating him for calling Russell Westbrook a sissy. So let this be a lesson to all the people out there. I don't know what it says about Kevin Blackstone's followers, but the very next day he goes on to, uh, goes on to Around the Horn and had to literally explain himself during his 30 seconds of airtime that he wasn't calling Russell Westbrook a sissy. He was, in fact, comparing him to a man from Greek mythology forced to push a rock up a hill that kept falling down to the bottom. So he was never meant to make it to the top. And that brings us to our word of the day. And the word of the day is sisophistication. Sisophistication, which is defined as perfecting the art of pursuing the impossible. Sisophistication. <laughs> Only here on the Groovathon. Less yak, more groove. It's the Groovathon on SoFloRadio.com.
created to elevate you to a point only we can take you. Notes arranged, grooves interchanged, engaged with flavor, giving you what you crave. Praise the MC that's lacing your party, maintain, do your dance, and don't hurt nobody. As I see bodies bouncing constantly, ears consume the bomb, diggy to your city bound. Uh, get in sync with the sound, y'all. Come on and get down.
Rubus Maximus, seriously, Brian Ferry, the guy just oozes cool out of his pores. I remember uh, when he first came out with that song, the guy was on top of the pops doing, you know, the two and a half minute lip syncing. The guy wore an eye patch, and he literally wore an eye patch. Before that, ultra groovy, Us Three, their first two albums, 52nd of Broadway, and whatever came after that. I can't remember what the name of that album is. Normally I do the homework, so you don't have to. Those two albums, absolutely groovy from start to finish. Shout out to Miguel Dye. Yeah, on the same page as far as the groove is concerned. So, I've been listening to a lot of uh, new music, stuff from bands. Uh, I guess I I missed uh, an entire genre of music developing out there. And it's kind of this groove music. There are these bands, Dopapod and Lettuce and the New Master Sounds and Kung Fu. These are all these bands... It's kind of, they, they have festivals. There's one called uh, the Jam Cruise, which is down here at least right after New Year's. And then uh, in upstate New York, they do something every summer called the Catskill Chill. And I've been, you know, going around and, and watching a lot of these live shows on YouTube and listening to a lot of this music. And I have come to the 
come to the conclusion that the, the, the kids that are playing this music now, they're all in their early 20s. They were all raised by deadheads. They were just punished with bootleg after bootleg after bootleg for like the first 12 years of their lives. By the time they were like 10 or 11, they were the ones that knew that it was, you know, the solo in Sugar Magnolia from Night Six at the Winterland from 1974. But it's the third set. That's the groovy jam as opposed to the second set on the fourth night. And I think it was around 12 years old, probably about that age, that they went thumbing through their parents' record collection and stumbled upon the Zappa section. And so, having been raised on the dead and then discovering, you know, actual music, Frank Zappa, what they did is they combined those things, and now they are coming out with all kinds of incredible music. And if, you know, in the background right now, it's Functionality by DJ Ginza. But there is tons of stuff, and I'm going to be playing it in the future weeks. New Master Sounds, Lettuce, Dopapod, and Kung Fu. Those are four bands that if you like yourself chilling out, you want music that is absolutely groovy beyond acceptable belief, but not going to, I don't know, override the conversation. You're having people over. You need a groove going in the background, but you don't want it in the foreground. That's the kind of stuff I've been looking at, and there is a boat load of it out there apparently that one just whisked right by me i missed that entire genre of music and the other thing that i've been discovering uh, on youtube you know you get up at three o'clock in the morning as us old folks are one to do because you know you got to get up at that hour to take care of business sometimes you don't fall asleep so i'll go and say play six degrees of youtube and the neatest thing is that all of the stuff that was originally put out on vinyl uh years and years ago is now being uploaded into youtube and it's stuff that you can't get on CD. These are one-of-a-kind limited release 45s and B-sides of albums that were never actually put into production. They were limited release like that. Tons and tons of old stuff. And, you know, if you know me, I like the old stuff. I like the new stuff. If it's groovy, age is irrelevant. And so it's about time for us to crack open the Midwest Garage where we make sure we get our psychopunk groove on. Uh, a big shout out to my man Frog Alon Portnoy, guitar player from the Fuzz Tones, the Headless Horseman. He's now got a, a new venture coming out of Kansas City called the Wasp Men. And uh, a way to make sure that we keep our garage psycho punk quota at an exceptionally high level around here. Pay attention. I got stuff that's really going to smack you down. You about ready over there, IVB? We're going to crack open a garage right now. It's the Groovathon on SoFloRadio.com.
Wowza! Take it easy with that Axelon. Holy mazzoli. From First Sting's first brand new EP. I guess they still call it an EP these days. That's from the Wasserman out of Kansas City. Of course, the old Count Five song, Psychotic Reaction. I had the uh, rare pleasure of meeting the man who put together the original collection of Nuggets on which uh, the Count Five was on. It's a guy named Lenny K. Top player for Patti Smith. Got to tell you, that was actually a really real treat for me. Prior to that, what did we play prior to that? As promised, the driving stupid horror asparagus stories. I know, I know you've been waiting for it all week, and I deliver as always. Starting off the set, slow death from the flame and groovy. Cyril and the rest of the boys there getting that job done. It's nice. I get to take a little bit of time in the middle of the show. We're about the halfway mark, and it's uh, it's perfect time for me to take a little time and take care of the people who take care of myself. And that's the guys at Precision Auto Works over there. David Carey, Tracy, the entire SASC certified crew at Precision Auto Works. These are the guys who keep my car running because Lord knows I can't do it. So I am grateful every day that I stumbled across these people. And I'll tell you, you know, the way you know that these people are where you want to take your cars when you walk in there, the kind of cars that are in there, they're the kind of cars that are owned by people who do things like They'll DVR the entire Barrett-Jackson auto auction from Scottsdale and then use it as stroke material for later. Now, I understand that's autoeroticism in the near frame, but, hey, I understand. I'm with them on that. I certainly understand what it's like. Pop a chubby when you hear about that barn find, the 71 Hemi Cuda convertible. Somebody turns it for 15000 into $1.5 million. It happens. I'm with you. The boys at Precision Auto Works, they're absolutely with you. Precision Auto Works in Pompano Beach, Florida. It's where you got to go to bring your car. You want it running smooth. You got anything built after 1900? Dave Gary and the crew there, that's the people you want to see. 954-247-9362. Hopefully, there's going to be a link for Precision Auto Works on the Groovathon part of the SoFloRadio.com page. So you'll be able to click on that, get all of the information you need. Remember, Precision Auto Works in Pompano Beach, Florida. It's the place where people who love their cars take their cars. You know what that means, of course. That means it's time for the Precision Auto Works Drive Groove of the Day. Get ready to get your motor running. It's the Groovathon at SoFloRadio.com.
This is what Edith Piaf used to say. Use your faults, use your defects. Then you're going to be a star. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Grace Jones. Jones, slave to the rhythm.
Jones there. Slave to the rhythm. Yeah, we're not a slave to the rhythm here at the Groove of Time. We just straddle on. We just strap ourselves onto the groove and keep it going. When that song first came out, the new musical Express in England said it was literally the finest 12-inch extended remix ever produced in history. And I've spent probably about 30 years now trying to refute that statement and have been unsuccessful. That literally is one of the great songs out there. Sly Dunbar and Robbie Shakespeare from uh, Bob Marley and the Whalers. Those guys, of course, 
responsible for a lot of the groove on a lot of Grace Jones albums. They do the bass and drums on that. Kicking us, uh, kicking off that set, the Precision Auto Works Drive Groove of the Day. Steve Morse doing the Stevie Ray Vaughan uh, song, Travis Walk. That's from Cross, I believe it's called Crossfire, which is a tribute album for Stevie Ray Vaughan. For Stevie Ray Vaughan being inducted, uh, along with Double Trouble, into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. And I've got a whole bunch of commentary on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I've had extended discussions. Hey, about a half hour ago, I had an extended discussion on how it's all political. You know what? I don't care. They consistently get it wrong. Green Day, excuse me. Also, Ringo Starr, hey, I'm as big a fan of the Beatles as anybody. It was the first song I played on the Groove with Don, the Beatles. Ringo Starr's solo career, I'm just saying, you know... I like the album Yesterday and Today. That's the only Beatles album on which I'm pretty sure he sings two songs. Ringo Starr sings two songs on an album. All of his other albums, they're not very good. And he's going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I just don't get it. Coming up in a little while, uh, right after this, I'm going to be playing a band that actually does deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. few things have caught my eye today. I was just looking at a news report. Islander fans stole Nassau Coliseum seats, but there are more games now. First things first, God bless the Rangers up 2-1 to one on the Penguins right now. And please, shoot down the Islanders if for no other reason than A, the Nassau Coliseum is a dump. All right, it's just a dump. It's been a dump for as long as I've been alive. It's a, and it's, you know, and so if it's been around that long, imagine how much of a dump it is now. And Islander fans, they deserve a dump, frankly, which is probably why they tore the seats out, forgetting, oh my God, there's another game. So it looks like Islander fans are going to be standing for a little while at this game. A uh, bunch of other stuff coming up. I was taking a look at uh, this year's inductions into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And the one that caught my eye was the Paul Butterfield Blues Band. And, you know, there are a lot of times I've called myself the luckiest guy on the planet. And one of the things I was so lucky um, in growing up around was terrific music. My mother actually had the album, The Resurrection of Pig Boy Crabshaw. Now, that's the third uh, Paul Butterfield Blues Band album. On the first two... He actually had two guitar players. He had Elvin Bishop and Mike Bloomfield. And Mike Bloomfield, both of whom are absolutely phenomenal guitar players. Bloomfield then went, then left the band and was replaced by a dynamite horn section. I think this is really when the Paul Butterfield band truly blossomed. Uh, Dave Sanborn uh, got his uh, start there. He's uh, the saxophonist on this album. There's a whole bunch of great stuff on this. The, the track... That I chose, I didn't even know that it had been uh, who originally wrote it. I found out it's an old Smokey Robinson track. I know, didn't know that. I do the homework so that the Groove of Tears don't have to. That all they have to do is sit down and enjoy the groove, soak up the information, because I'm willing to do all of the hard work. So I picked out a particular track, one of my all-time favorites by Paul Butterfield Blues Band. It's called One More Heartache. The... The, literally, the horn section that replaces Mike Bloomfield on this is something to be treasured. And I, for a rare change of pace, I'm 100% behind these guys being inducted into the Hall of Fame. As opposed to how I feel about, oh, I don't know, Green Day. Pardonate. I, what is go Green Day? Okay, how is it possible they're in, their, they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 
and Steve Miller isn't. You want to explain that? I know. Just shake your head. There is no response. A shake of the head. You look down at the ground in shame at what these people with the mistake by the lake are doing. I mean, I think Cleveland's having a screwed up effect on their heads. Once again, Deep Purple. I understand the KISS gets in there. I know they've got the KISS army and everything. But I've listened to a lot of their music and I'm just going to say it. I think they suck. Now, if the only criteria for getting the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is like really big shoes and a lot of makeup, you would have thought that, you know, <laughs> right, there you go. You, you'd have thought the New York Dolls would be the first inductees. You know, them and David Bowie. That's the initial class right there for, for big shoes and lots of makeup. The New York Dolls, that's the big shoes makeup band of the century right there. Kiss ain't got nothing on them. Seriously, nothing on them. Any event, it's April. It's that time of the year. So that means I'm going to berate the nominating committee for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I'm going to do it probably every damn week. You want to know why? Because they suck. All right? They just suck. Live with the pain. You guys suck. You should call me. I can straighten out. One thing you did get right, though, you got to give credit where credit is due. And it's the Paul Butterfield Blues Band here on the Groove of Don and So Flow Radio. One more heartache, baby. Oh, baby. 
fabulous stuff from the Paul Butterfield Blues Band from Resurrection of Pig Boy Crabshaw. Frankly, go out and just get the album because the entire album is great. And yeah, I say album because I'm old school. All right? That's just the way it goes. If you can find it on CD, and I would imagine you can at this point. I mean, you're going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for God's sakes. Huh. Slowing down, you know, all kinds of neat stuff. I'm going to be coming back a little bit later with absolutely nothing in the background. I'm going to have a commentary on why it's bad to shoot a giraffe and then have a picture taken of it with you smiling like a Chester cat. It's probably bad to shoot anything and have you have yourself take a picture of it sitting next to it smiling like a Chester cat. I'm just, I'm just guessing, unless, of course, it's a criminal that came into your house or whatever. But uh, that's one of those things. I took a look at that this week, and I just found that... There's always a group out there that's going to come to the support of the most whacked out person, no matter what it is they do. If it involves a gun, there's a group out there that's willing to support you in your use of that gun, no matter how you choose to use it. And I'm not against guns, folks. It's important that everybody know this. You want to go out and buy a 50 caliber handgun? Okay, terrific. Get a license for it. Have it registered. Make sure you take a class like if you, know, you want to drive a car, you get a license. You want to drive a truck, you have to get a different license. Great, get a different license. Right? What I don't like is being able to buy one on the internet, which I'm pretty sure you can, you know? In any event, great stuff all day long. We keep the groove going for you. Shit's about quarter past four here, quarter past ten on the Big Island. You know what that means. It's a quarter past eleven in Turkey, where I'm pretty sure it's still legal to get your groove swirl on. Erdogan, pay attention, all right? You start with the groove, Okay. And then everything else will come into place, I absolutely promise you. In that vein, I spent a great deal of time this past Friday watching my beloved Mighty Metropolitans, whom, I should point out, are in first place. That's right. The Mets are in first. Live with the pain, NL East. Suck on it, all right? That's all I got to tell you. Suck on it. Because we're here to stay. we got a starting rotation going to be kicking somebody's ass. But while I was watching the game, I rifled through tons and tons of material from the meters. And some of the great things that you can find now, because people, like I said, have been putting stuff out there. You can get their early albums. I found Rejuvenation, which is a phenomenal album by the Meters from 1974. But the, the one I, that really caught my ear, as it were, during the Mets game as they were, I don't know, punishing somebody, was a Fire on the Bayou. An absolutely sensational album. And you, you talk to people in rapping and hip-hop and funk and they're going to tell you there's a few bands out there that literally you can't do without you can't do without them you can't do without james brown can't be done you can't do without parliament funkadelic you can't do without the average white band and unquestionably you cannot do without the meters these guys personify what funk groove is all about and that's what we're all about here Strap yourself in. It's the meters on the Groovathon on SoFloRadio.com.
get any place up that river that suits you, young captain. Hell, a six-foot peak. <laughs> All right, take a gunship back to the division. Lance, go with Mike, let him pick out a board for you, and bring me my Yater spoon, the 8-6. I don't know, sir. It's what a... is it, soldier? Well, I mean, it's pretty hairy in there. It, it's Charlie's point. Charlie, don't surf! <laughs>
Talking Heads. Cross-eyed and painless before that. A little spot from Apocalypse now starting it off with the meters. Fire on the bayou. You know, something uh, came up this week, and I only half paid attention to it when it originally uh, happened, but I I can't help myself. A lady uh, whose name I'm not even going to mention shot a giraffe. She went out, uh, she was on a hunting trip, and she shot a giraffe and posted a picture of her, which I'm now staring at, and she is lying next to this beautiful animal. She's wearing, she she's lying all the way up its neck. You can see her lying there. She's got a shit-eating grin on her face. And she had said that, um, you know, she's a mother of three and a stepmother of five, and she has hunted zebras, lynx, brown and black bear, Alaskan moose, sheep, ram, deer, goats, and elks, even hunting while she was pregnant. And, of course, she took this picture. She had somebody take the picture of her. I mean, somebody had to stand over while she was lying down next to this beautiful animal. And then she posted it on the Internet. Now, first things first, it didn't get out on its own. Okay, She posted it somewhere. That's how it got out. And... Twitter users began immediately attacking Francis, with some sending her death threats. Now, first of all, I'd just like to say at least she's getting a considerably larger heads up than she gave the damn giraffe. I'll say that for sure. All right? But one of the things I love about America is there's always going to be a group of people that are going to come and defend somebody like this. And she basically claimed that, and I quote, when I was in Africa five years ago, I was of the mindset that I would never shoot a giraffe. I was approached towards the end of my hunt. She was on a hunt. Okay, so first things first, the lady went over there to kill things. Just didn't happen to be a giraffe, but oh my God, look, I have an opportunity to shoot a giraffe. I never even thought about that. And she thought it was a unique circumstance. They showed me this beautiful old bull giraffe that was wandering all alone. He had been kicked out of the herd of, by a younger and stronger bull. He was past his breeding years and very close to death. I'm not sure how she managed to, in fact, give the giraffe a physical at the time. Maybe he was just in a timeout from the herd, and he was going to be going back to them later. I'm just saying, you know, they asked me, this is a quote, they asked me if I would preserve this giraffe by providing all the locals with food and other means of survival. I don't know who they is. I chose to honor his life, she says, by providing others with his uses, and I do not regret it for one second. Once he was down, there were people waiting to take his meat. They also took his tail to make jewelry, his bones to make other things, and did not waste a single part of him. I am grateful to have been part of something so good. Well, first things first. Well, not even first. I mean, I don't even know where to start. I do recall one group of people that made sure that they used every single body part and nothing went to waste, but I'm not going to digress into that little region right there. The final thing in this, it says, Rebecca Francis is a hunter conservationist, and we stand behind her 100%. She said that the bull giraffe had been basically extricated from the herd and that she was doing it a favor. I mean... Who does she think she is? What is she, the Dr. Kevorkian of the Serengeti? Give me a break. Did you give the, the giraffe a physical? The most disgusting thing about this is not that she went off and killed this. It's that there are picture after picture of her having, with animals, she's killed these big, beautiful animals. And, yeah, I'm a meat eater. I'm not one of these tree-hugging, I don't eat meat. I, do, I love a burger. 
And, you know, we found a way basically to breed tons and tons and tons and tons of cows. And we've done all kinds of nasty stuff. And I'm sure if I actually found out exactly how they do it, I'd probably never eat the stuff again, which is why I'm willfully ignorant to what the food corporations, what beef and chicken and pork and how that stuff gets to my table. I'm absolutely willfully ignorant. And I admit it. I absolutely admit it. I'm sorry. Libra, I know you're screaming right now. But seriously, I, you know, I eat food. I like food. We're at the top of the food chain, and you want to throw a steak. I'm a member of the You Kill It, I Grill It Club. Absolutely. This, on the other hand, I don't know. I don't know where you get to make that decision for an animal. You saw it wandering alone and figured, I'm doing it a favor. Why don't I just blow its head off? Actually, you shouldn't even do that. And there's pictures. I, God, what is going on with people where they do these kinds of things they post them onto the internet and are then shocked by people who are outraged. I can't believe I'm getting death threats. Really? You can't believe you're getting death threats. Have you looked on the internet? The place is populated by animal lovers to the extent, I mean, they're even beyond me. And I love animals. I'm all about animals. The uh, Everglades conservation people, those people doing all the pets out there. I've been to their benefits. I've had cats my entire life, mostly because if you feed them, they'll sleep most of the time. So they're perfect for lazy people like me. I know. More trouble, more love with a dog. I hear it all the time. I don't know. I, I'm i looking at this, and it's, it's the kind of thing you can't unring this bell. Because she seemed so freaking happy at having killed this thing. I don't get it. I really I don't get it. I don't understand how the death bar... You know... It's one thing if the animal can communicate to you, you know, like a human being saying, I'm in the last part of my life and I don't want to live in pain anymore. All right. I'm for that. I understand that. It's a personal choice you make. The giraffe didn't get to make that freaking choice. So this lady right here, seriously, there are times I wonder about the species I am a member of, which is why I've got this show, The Groovathon. Because despite the fact there are people like this chick out there, there's people like myself and IVB coming to the studio every day. We give you that peace up sign and the shotgun. You want to know why? Because it really is all about the groove. All right? So enough with this person. Person. You know what I'm saying over here? Person. Enough with her. We're going to get back to a little bit of groove. I wanted to make sure there was nothing behind me. Coming up is a guy... Guarantee you're not going to be able to figure out who this is. I'm going to tell you afterwards. This is absolutely one of those songs. I love playing this for people because they never figure out who this guy is. And then when it's over, they're like, well, that was great. Who is it? And when I tell them, they're like, get out of here. Remember, keep the groove alive and don't go out and shoot any giraffes. Or You know what? Hey, I'm just going to extend that. Don't go out and shoot anybody or anything. You don't have to. Unless they're trying to shoot you. The giraffe wasn't armed, lady. Okay? The giraffe wasn't carrying a gun. It wasn't breaking into your house. That's the way I feel about this. Less yak, more groove. It's the Groovathon on SoFloRadio.com.
Anybody can figure out who that is. Yep, Steve Stevens, Billy Idol's guitar player. That is Small Arms Fire from his release of the same name. That's the entire album. And the entire album is like that. Steve Stevens, one of those guitar players. You need to go poking around for stuff like him. He's got uh, some fabulous stuff on an album called Flamenco Agogo. That's right. Steve Stevens, a very, very good flamenco guitar player. Also, if you can find it, there is a release on the Wyndham Hill label called Wood and Steel. And it is an album that was put together for Taylor Guitars. Taylor makes extremely high-end acoustic guitars, and they have an entire group of people the way you know Roger Sadowski has a, the Sadowski family on basses. Taylor has the entire Taylor family on guitars, and Steve Stevens is one of them. And he's got a song on that that is called, I believe, Letter to a Memory. But if you can find that, I mean, basically, poker, you know, do the YouTube equivalent of dumpster diving, which is basically going through as much stuff. You go, you start with Steve Stevens and see what pops up on the right-hand side. As usual, though, we're coming up on the close of the show. We've still got some more groove for you, though. So why don't we just keep it going? Because I've yacked enough. It's the Groovathon on SoFloRadio.com. Rubber band 
yeah, a little delight. That's about as groovy as it gets. Yo, we're coming to the close here, punching up on 5 o'clock. we got about nine minutes left, and I've got the song to fill it. As usual, though, we start and end every show. Big ol' attitude of gratitude. First things first, my man IVB. Smooth like melted butter over there. Engineering and production genius and its absolute finest. Like I said, if you're the disease, I don't ever want to get the cure, pal. All right? You take that medicine, throw it right out the frickin' window. Big time mahalo. Mucho mahalo to all the listeners out there. Don't forget, if you want to watch me, and who wouldn't want to see me talking to a microphone and sit in front of a computer for two hours? I know I would. SoFloTelevision.com. But, of course, on SoFloRadio.com, we keep the groove alive. As always, aloha, peace. Good night, Ma.
You're listening to SoFloRadio.com.